this is not pension b this is the north versus south fpl podcast any pension <laughs> b fans right now who are thinking to themselves they want to get a bit of insurance you're on the wrong podcast okay this is this is myself heath this is my co-host state how's it going buddy yeah not bad mate not bad yeah yeah definitely not pension b we're not that we're, we're uh, getting close to pension age but not we're not quite there yet yeah we've got a fully packed podcast for you today and we've got a lot going on so we'll crack on straight away this week we've got the game week review we've got our shit list we've got our north versus south mini league updates we've got our scouted teams for the southern section we've got a north versus south prediction slash results we've got a game week preview at the very end we've got our quiz which state has very kindly prepared for for me mate what did you think of the football this week uh, ignoring fantasy football what have you thought of the football this weekend goals 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 yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and some great yeah. goals right oh yeah i mean i mean my my favorite goal and this isn't, i'm not saying this to upset you although that is an added bonus Heath, but the um the Saka goal was rather nice one you know and um you know for arsenal i thought that were a really good goal there were some crackers in there and again the 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 Spurs goal yesterday, um, which, which one was it? Son's goal, I think. Yeah, I mean, just kept the ball well and then all of a sudden just went, pushed it forward quickly and, and again, you know, got in. That was a good goal. But obviously there were other good goals as well. I will hog them all. I mean, what what, what did you think, pal? Mate, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to start off with Kucho Hernandez's overhead kick against Arsenal. Yeah. But let's be honest, I mean... Uh... I don't think anyone can complain when you lose a game of football and you concede the three goals we conceded against Arsenal. Yeah, we made a couple of mistakes, but the finishing was incredible. Yeah. And I was giving, getting a lot of stick and giving some back from some Arsenal mates tonight at football. But the fact is... <laughs> you just, Musa scoring! Musa! Yes. What, the, <laughs> what is going on there? I, I, I mean, to be honest, if he, if he wasn't our, our captain, he would be on my shit list because ever since yeah. I've got rid of him, he's been scoring goals and getting assists. That's I suppose the good thing for you guys is you you are back scoring a couple of goals again at home after you know the home form's not been good under under Woy. Yes, you didn't get the win, but the fact that you're scoring goals again is a good sign because that you need you're gonna need to start scoring again to have any chance of getting out of trouble. So yeah, now it was it was good to see and yeah, like you said, the overhead kick was 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 rather nice as well. I think um, I think I want I want to bring up a couple other things as well. So Watkins goal. Like for Villa, I thought that was pretty special. But I was watching that and then I saw the Watkins go and I thought, oh, that's a fantastic finish. You know, he's taken that well. Great build-up. And then the the Douglas Louise goal, the Chambers pass. Where did that come from? Callum Chambers well, didn't know he had it in him. I remember that Callum Chambers has been around some cracking players when he was at True. Arsenal. I mean, did he have a few, did he have a bit of time there when when Sesk were there, maybe? Um, maybe that was know, a Cesc Fabregas pass, 100%. Yeah. If it won't Sesk, he were definitely there for a time when Santa Cazola were there and Cazola could do something like that as well. He has it in his locker, basically, to be honest with you. So fair play to him. And then the other thing I was going to say is Ivan Tony's penalty. The guy plays that penalty exactly how you would do in five-a-side. I don't know if you've taken many five-a-side penalties, mate, but you just look at the keeper, you take yeah. your one-set run-up and you just hope that you, you're getting in his head somehow. And with Tony, he just seems to know how to do that, to be fair. Yeah, 
very much like like you said the old five side type of thing and fair play to him put them away and big win as well for them to be honest because if you want it you know massive you, mate you, massive you know, did that. If, i still think there's a lot for them to do to get properly out of trouble yeah. but that's a really good start for them yeah, yeah Sancho scored a good goal as well for Man United. That was a good goal, a good counter-attack from United. One of their very few moments in that game. And, you know, he, he took his chance. Definitely starting to show, you know, why United spent the money on him a lot more. United are obviously still really poor, but I think Sancho, since the start of the new year, has picked up some, you know, picked up in terms of getting a few goals, a couple of assists. He's playing every game now. You know, clearly, Ranić fancies him and, and he should do because he, he's looked dangerous in, in a lot of games as well now. So, like I said, it was a it was a nice little finish. Um, City's a little bit fragile at the back a bit now, you know, sometimes. That was another good goal. But like I said, you know, City were, you know, they were just too good for United. They were clinical, wrong. weren't they, mate? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, they didn't really score any, any world, world-class, you know, goals like you sometimes associate with City. But I'll tell you what, like you said, ruthless, absolutely ruthless. You know, come back after a couple of you know shady results, and then they've got a good win at Everton, which Everton were really good at home at, and then they've absolutely destroyed Man United for one. And I think just tells you, you know, pretty much everything you need to know about that one. To be fair, there's a big gulf in Manchester, and the gulf's um, Man- Manchester City big time, isn't it? So, and did did you hear about the robbery at Leicester? The robbery. Yeah, mate. It was daylight robbery. Daylight robbery. How how Leeds United didn't get anything out of that game the other well, day. Unbelievable, mate. I mean, I'm happy, as I'm sure you are. I wouldn't say Leeds were all over Leicester, but I would say that Leeds created a lot of good chances and then Leicester yeah. just seemed to hit them on the counter-attack and score their goal. And then that was it, 1-0. I mean... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can't say there's much sympathy from either you or I, but at the same time, no. I mean, you've well, got to laugh when that happens. Yeah, Definitely. Well, yeah, I think I think so. I mean, especially the way Leeds have been sort of shipping goals. They obviously weren't at the fragile at the bad, but like you said, they did have chances and seemed to play, you know, better. But it obviously wasn't to be for Leeds. Never mind. It was. I, I said to all my Leeds mates, there, I was just like really smug about it. I was like, well, at least you only conceded one. It's a huge improvement. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't take that very well, but yeah. They'll, they'll get they'll get over it, you know, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm sure they will once they're back in championship winning games properly again. It's always fun to see Leeds struggle as we know. So, yeah, I, just, I was just thinking, is Paul Heckenbottom in a job at the moment? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Might be soon. <laughs> Might be very nice. soon. <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to FPL. Let's start talking about FPL and let's, let's kind of have a look at I mean, this is Tuesday night, by the way, and it's game week 28. So this is our game week review, even though we're still halfway through the week because there's a lot of doubles at the moment. So, State, do you want to run us through how, how you, your game week's yeah. going so far? Well, yeah, it's not going badly so far. You know, I'm on 67 points, so, you know, I'm well above the average point score. And I've still got six players to play on Thursday night. So... Yeah, I've, I've got a chance here of getting some good points. It all rests on one team, basically, though, really, to if I'm going to score some big points, I think. But um, we'll see. So, at the moment, I've got uh, Mr. Mr. Sarr in goal with three points. Wolves are being an absolute stinker. They're not keeping clean sheets anymore. And this is a big problem when you've got three Wolves players in your team. <laughs> so, 
you know, I thought they might have done better against Palace, to be fair, but Palace, to be fair to them, you know, yeah, was you know, definitely getting them, you know, firing a bit, especially in recent weeks. So, so Palace on a bit of form. They've got Watford in the next game, though, so hopefully that could work well. But yeah, Sar three points, Cody one point, Kilner one point, Cancelo just two points because obviously United got the goal, you know, four goals for City and Cancelo doesn't get a, a, didn't get an he assist or anything. He had a good chance, though, didn't he? He had that he, he did. yeah. Yeah, he right. Did. Um, I mean, if only, yeah, if only could have done what like what Mares did with his first goal. You know, that'd have been better. When it just goes in. You know, that helps. That would have been. Um, nice, but yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, it would. Um, Brandon Williams, one point from Norwich. Um, I went for him over um, the Burnley or others on my bench because I thought with Brentford's thought, I thought Norwich could maybe sneak a clean sheet there, but obviously Ivan Tony had different ideas, and, well, you're not going to keep clean sheets if you give a couple of penalties away, most likely. What, um, what did you think fair. of that, that second penalty, the, the high boot? I think that's something that normally you see get given anywhere over on the pitch, but in the penalty area, you probably don't see it get given very often. Um, don't, don't you think, like, I, I could be wrong here, right, but I feel that there's a couple of things that could happen where, like for that, for instance, there's no intent to injure the person. Watching the ball. For me, I I would think that, and maybe that's exactly what I was going to suggest. And it's the same with, there's a handful of things that you could say in the penalty area where you'd say, do you know what? That's not that bad. That's not an intentional kind of, foul yeah. or something you know and therefore there could be that element of having an indirect free kick instead or because yeah. like what, what are people going to do start kind of kicking people in the head just for a laugh just so that they're not, they're yeah. not going to give away penalties it's just not yeah. going to happen you know when there's intent there, don't you? you can see when there's, there's an intent to when you go in high boot like well we've seen some people like get absolutely fly fly kicks in the chest and what whatnot but i think yeah you're not wrong i think um Something like um yeah an indirect free kick would make a little bit more sense to be on, honest on that one it is harsh like I said though that that's given us a foul anywhere anywhere else on the pitch you know it is um even if there's not intent a high boots dangerous play so I, said, I, said, I also I also think right and another thing if you were to say anyone who who pulls a shirt or anything like that the same thing. I reckon people would stop doing it because I think referees would feel more obliged to give it. Yeah. I mean, because it's not going to pretty much guarantee a goal, but it still puts a lot of pressure on the defending team if your players are constantly grabbing the shirts. So I know it's a foul, as is kicking, you know, kind of like high boot, it's a foul. You, yeah. you can feel it within the crowd or you can you, you know how, how you feel when you're watching a game live and you kind of think to yourself, oh God, that's not really a foul, but I guess it is. No, I completely agree with what you're saying on that. And, um, yeah, it's, it is one of those that's harsh, but like I said, it's a foul anywhere else on the pitch. So, given mm. the current rules, you've got to give it still in the penalty area. It's not just because it's a penalty area doesn't mean you should, shouldn't do it. So, by the rules, he's done the right thing. But I think I do agree with you that it should be more, especially if it's not seen as, you know, deliberately, intentionally sort of dangerous, you know, reckless. See, I, there was nothing reckless about it, I didn't think, you know, and, and that's, key word they use when it comes to sending off isn't it well that could be there to do but then it's like you know then you've got two different goals for a high boot if it's you know if it's in the area and it's deemed not reckless it was unintentional and it's an indirect free kick 
then it's then you've got another bit of our problem then. So was it reckless? Was it not? And that'll take a long more time. So it's a it's a tough one to do, but I, I do see what you're saying. But but yeah, I mean, um, like I said, Williams think he only got one point for me because of that anyway, because they conceded goals. He didn't get involved in um in Pookie's goal either. So no good on that. Trent Alexander Arnold got twelve points for me. Um, so oh, I was offside. Offside. Lukaku. Lukaku um, was offside the other day in the League Cup final. That Mane yeah. was offside. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely is. Liverpool are getting a bit of you know a bit of the rubber the green in the decisions now. They always claim that they don't get the rubber of the green, but they they do quite a bit. To be fair, yeah. Trent still the ball was still you know awesome. You know by Trent. It was. It was a very good ball. You to be fair. I mean, so you know. He, he got that, he got clean sheet bonus, he got three bonus points, so a nice 12 points from Trent for me. I went for Salah as captain. I mean, it's not... Who were you thinking about not... going? I w- well, I was thinking about De Bruyne, and, you know, because I was, like, thinking, you know, I fancied City to, to give United a, a drumming, to be fair. And I know he was instrument- he'd be instrumental, so I was thinking about going De Bruyne on that front, because there were no one who had two games in my side who are, who are like think, thinking, you know, I'm definitely going to put it on there. I wasn't going to put it on the Wolves ones because I wasn't 100% to get two clean sheets with the Palace game in particular. So I was thinking sort of maybe De Bruyne, but then no reason not to pick Salah at his form last few games. He scored against Norwich. He's got 10 points against Norwich, 18 points against Leeds. So, you know, I think, you know, you're there thinking, well, that's it. But, you know, Liverpool, I suppose, had a few, fair few games recently. You know, he was down bounce have an off an off week maybe at one point so yeah it didn't work out well well for me with him only getting the three points so he got me six points so not not as great De Bruyne Starman 18 points obviously you know two goals one assist three bonus points cracking game from him I mean both in the box finishes you probably wouldn't think that from De Bruyne would you most likely you know because they played the false nine didn't they City De Bruyne was like sort of Pushing on a lot more, and, and, and yeah. I, I much, but I mean, I love, I love De Bruyne's passing range, but I like, it, I like so much to see him getting forward and being. I want, yeah, the, yeah. I agree because I think when he gets forward, he he adds plenty because he's smart in his positional place, like in in the area. Where, you know, he sits off slightly. And, you know, he's, the second goal, which were just crazy how it eventually got to him, his, his second goal in that game, but. It was just, you know, he just stood there and waited for hopefully a bit of a snippet and it, and he got it, to be honest with you. There you go. I mean, his first finish was just, you know, a nice little cutback from Bernardo and, um, you know, United's marking with Paul, but he, he was right place, right time, and he ain't going to miss from there. So he got me 18 points. Mares got me 14 points. Oh, an- this- a- another, another offside last, the, the uh, fourth goal. Yeah, yeah, Unbelievable. That, that, Again, yeah, that is Liverpool that is fans, awesome. I'm not coming just after you. I- I'm coming no, no, after you. No, no. rid- ridiculous. But you know, again, you know, the, the should they have should, you know they have benefits of the doubt? In my opinion, yeah, they probably should get him, but the rules stay you're, that you're, outside, you're a so. defensive midfielder, mate. You're a, a, a fullback. You should be with the <laughs> defensive union, you know. Not when I don't play in um, I don't play in that sort of situation. So no, definitely not. Plus I'm that old and slow now. We don't play the offside trap, you know. That's, that's <laughs> Suicidal playing the offside trap at my level now. So, did you ever ever play when you were younger, where one person shouted now and everyone came up together and caught everyone offside? Did you ever try that? They all do they all stand like fairies, like you know Tony Adams, um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that thing. No, we never tried that. We were we were smart enough not to try that. To be fair, because you knew that there was always one dopey winger who, who wasn't completely, you know, Bill's mate who's come in this week and he he has no <laughs> yeah. idea now. And then Bill's just keeping Bill's mates keeping them all on side. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah done, exactly. You've done your win to be fair. So there's yeah, you can't you you got to leave that to be honest with you these days. So. Yeah, I'll tell you what, nah, we, we, Bill's mate's going on the shit list, mate. Yeah, he probably is. He could be. Yeah. Oh, poor bastard. Hopey prick. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, but Mara's had a good, obviously, game. He got 14 points for his two goals. Um, his first finish, you know, really good, you know, from yeah. the corner and, um, you know, just placed it perfectly. You know, great technique, keep over it. And, you know, Mara's is, he, he's always, it's difficult to pick Mara's, isn't it? Because, He'll play for like two or three games in a row. Then he'll probably miss a couple of games. So it's you, you pet roulette in and you just got to make those right decisions on when to get him in or not. And this week he was thankfully the right decision. The previous week I had him in and he came on for 13 minutes and only got me one point. So, you know, I've, I've experienced the highs and the lows of him in the last two weeks, really. But, um, you know, he played full 90, got two goals and, yeah, good, good from him. Then Timo Puki got eight points for Norwich for me. Hey. Um, you know, he scored a goal. He got two bonus points, you know, and um, so fair play to him. That's um, good. I mean, he's, he's he's obviously got seven goals this season, so he's doing okay for a team that's not doing great, but I was happy with that. He's obviously got another game against Chelsea at play, so I don't really fancy him to get much from that. You never know. And then Mr. Sam Maximin got... One point, he, he he was obviously he was on the bench because he's obviously had a, a bit of a knock, but yeah, he's, means he'll play in the second game. You yeah, I'd expect him to play against Southampton in the next game, and I mean another win for Newcastle there at Southampton. Oh, honestly, it's just crazy, crazy. Yeah. How, where's that team gone that couldn't well, beat Watford? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they they they've disappeared. They're long gone. Yeah. <laughs> they're long gone and out of sight now. You know, you're, they're not. They're a dot in the distance to you boys nearly. Yeah, hundred percent. Going for Europe, mate. Going for Europe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Next season, definitely. We've got that, <laughs> yeah. got the, the shout for you there, Connor. There in the the pie chart group. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you listen. Football. I don't think you listen yeah. to the podcast. You didn't say no. anything today. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but then on my, on the bench, um, McGovern in goal. He's got he doesn't play. Wegos got two points. Gordon got two points, and Connor got one point. So. At this moment in time, it's you know looking pretty, you know, good in terms of I've not put anything big on my bench anyway, especially with players who are on one point, hopefully playing again and getting clean sheets. So yeah, 67 points. Still some players, you know, like I said, six players potentially to play. Need a, a wolves clean sheet. A wolves clean sheet gives me a chance in the game week. Gives me a chance, but only a, a small chance because. I think Heath might have done a bit better than me so far, but you, I'll let him tell us all about that. Before, before I move on to my 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 all stars, McGovern must be the the entertainment of your team, right? He, how he's still in your squad, he's sitting there every week doing absolutely nothing. He must be the entertainment. But you must have got him in for the joker. The, exactly. Joker, yeah. Everyone must get on with brilliant. McGovern, right? Yeah, he's, he's the man. He's you know boost morale when we need it. You know. If, there's, if the gaffer's having a bit of a, a belt, a, you know, a bit of a rant at them all, he, he, he comes in with a little cheeky joke afterwards and everyone does. cracks a laugh and, you know, it's, and it's all good. And, you know, and 
and he doesn't mind playing second fiddle all season to whoever. So you know, he, everyone needs a keeper like that. In the, in the you sport. know, you know, he's going to be goalkeeper coach when he's older. Then he's learning yeah. a lot as he's going. He's he's probably an intelligent yeah. chap. He just doesn't have the skills to uh, get into yeah. that first team. Well, well fair enough. Team. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, let's come down south. Let's come down to the the Southern All Stars. Okay, so. At the moment, things are going very well. And like State says, still plenty to play for. So Martinez in goal, clean sheet. Didn't have a huge amount to do. Southampton were pretty poor. Mm. Pretty disappointed with half my defence. Walker Peters, I mean, I guess if he didn't get the one point, then someone, well, someone later on I'll mention wouldn't be getting the points that he got. So maybe I, mm. I won't get too greedy. Luca Din, injured. Realistically, I'm sitting here right. Well, he wasn't even injured, apparently, he was ill. You know, come on, you're, open, on. you're open him and Josh King don't come on, so you get some Zaha points, aren't no, you? No, I, 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 that's such a long shot, and I've got, I feel like a bit, I've got a bit of insider knowledge about that, so we'll come All to right. that. Uh, then Antonio Rudiger, yeah, he basically, I think for me, it was. It was all about really Chelsea, to be honest, in certain aspects. And then you look at the rest of my team, it's all about the double figures, right? So Rudiger's got six. Normally, I'd be like over the moon with that. I've got Norwich. He's still got Norwich to play. You never know. But Reese yeah. James, this guy, I brought him in this week. Poor old Cucurella. He had to, he had to, he's left my team after many weeks in there. I thought that guy was going to hit it big time in the Southern All-Stars, but unfortunately never quite made the made the grade but Reese James has come in and he's got 18 points there are people out there who captained Reese James and I, I say fair play to them but they are ballsy. They're, they're ballsy but they're nuts honestly they are nuts well, the fact is that he was he was on a like you know he, he was like semi-injured and he came on and even Tuchel came, came out and said that we weren't expecting to play James for as long as we did, but he, he kind of came through, he looked all right, but that doesn't tell me a man who's going to play, well, let's be honest, he's not going to play 180 minutes. I mean, he might do, but I don't know if they're risking against Norwich. Who knows? You'd probably think that they wouldn't necessarily risk him against Norwich for as long. I mean, he might play, he, yeah. I mean, he, he might play for a bit, but I mean, you got to just, I suppose... They'll be thinking a few things, won't they? If, if truth be told, because you got to look at like what what's going on in terms of fixtures now. So yeah, they've got another game obviously coming up against Norwich. They could rest up, play Hudson Odoi maybe there, you know, if he's fit. So that could be something to do. Then they've got Newcastle on Sunday, haven't they? And then is it Wednesday? They've got Lille in the next round in the second leg of the, the Champions League. Now I know they've got two 0 lead, but they're going away from home. So you know, I think. Um, you know, he's they're definitely going to have to sort of manage him because he has only just come back. But obviously, yeah, he, you know, everyone knows he's got the capabilities, hasn't he, to, um, to score big. That's, I suppose, the I, th big, I think it, it just know. comes down to the fact that if I'm too cool right now, my priorities are very much the two cup competitions, right? So FA Cup, Champions yeah, you, League. You can't, you're, gonna you, come, you're pretty much guaranteed to get third. third now, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, third, probably, I, yeah. I wouldn't expect him to Although, play. Arsenal win their game in hand on them. They're only two points behind them. Yeah, so, true, yeah. true. I, I wouldn't, ex I wouldn't expect. Uh, I think he'll probably play some part against Norwich, but he might be a sub coming on or or coming off later, uh, pretty early on if, if things are going to plan against Norwich. But anyway, I move on. 
my midfield were incredible this week. So Saka, I mean, you know, this is one of those moments where obviously I'm disappointed for Watford, but happy for fantasy, depending on how you look at it. 12 points was an absolute star. I, I really like Saka. I'm a big fan of his. I, I was really gutted for him in the, the Euro final because I just kind of thought that it showed a lot about his character that he was, wasn't was afraid to step up and take a penalty. And yeah, it wasn't mm. to be. And, and and the good thing is that no one's got in his case. I know there was a lot of racism straight after it from some numpties and stuff. And, you know, fortunately that, that kind of didn't seem to stick around like back in the day when people like, well, I mean, <laughs> obviously the racism is still prevalent in yeah. social media and stuff. I'm not obviously suggesting that, but what I'm saying is that, the, the direct abuse towards Sancho, Saka and Rashford didn't stick around like it used to back in the day when we were younger. And, you know, if someone missed a penalty like Stuart Pearce or Chris Waddle or Paul Ince, David Batty, David Beckham. Well, I guess Beckham did miss a penalty bit when he got sent off against Argentina. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that everyone looks for a scapegoat. Unfortunately, because we had three people miss the penalties, I don't think that they, they were used as a scapegoat. So hopefully he hasn't lost anything from that. But the guy is just on form at the moment. Like yeah. his his stats are incredible. I, honestly, it's so unlucky that there's all these double game weeks. I think it's really kind of, uh, well, my advice to a lot of people out there right now is, is, yeah, go for double game weeks, but don't put all your eggs in that basket because there are players out there getting du- double figures. Like yeah. Saka's got 12 points there. If you haven't got him in your team because you thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go with, Someone else who's got double game week. Well, yeah, more for you. But anyway, oh, I, 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 I've he's got, got double game week next game week. So, well, they, yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe they'll he'll kind of start jumping in some more teams. But Philip Coutinho, I mean, I, this guy is just brilliant. And you know, I mean, he is so up and down. He's changed my team. I think that just like Aston Villa, he's brought this new lease of life to the Southern All Stars, and they've 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 absolutely loved him since he's come in. 13 points and still one more game to, to play. And then my captain was Human Son. I mean, only seven points, but obviously double that to 14. But the fact is that, you know, I was I was tempted to go for Kane, but I did think that Kane, I mean, he had that moment, like, you know, like I say, he, he, get, he, yeah. he has those games where he seems to score big and then go quiet the next game. But he did get 13 points. So I should have gone with him. And looking at him now, I mean, now that he's got those big points against Everton, he always does well against Everton, actually. Yeah. Um, but now that he's... People do well against Everton. They do, they do. But <laughs> if, you, if you look at Kane now, he scored four, four or five goals. He's got five goals, one assist in the last four games. And that's the kind of Harry Kane we're expecting to see week in, week mm. out, really. So yeah. who yeah, knows... It's... Trying to show that form now, isn't he? that quality that everyone knows he's got. You know, he was always going to get back into things. Always. Yeah, it's it's been a strange season for him. And then I, I don't think I need to really say anything else about my team because I think I think the other two didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> so so Emmanuel Dennis had a had a real good chance. I think he, he's, he's scored scored offside. Yeah, though. yeah, but he he, he it seems was offside. To, he seems he seems to have some very good chances. He's just it just doesn't seem to be. I think he takes the harder chances sometimes, but yeah, it just didn't didn't go for him. Obviously, he had the offside, and and yeah, King, I think he has a back injury, 
my i believe oh well, it says hamstring injury so that's what i know i mean <laughs> insider knowledge yeah i think he had a back injury maybe he's got a hamstring injury too but because i'm <laughs> i'm pretty sure he's they they took a risk and just held him back for the Wolves game thinking that they got a better chance and to be fair you know if you're a Watford fan you see Dennis Pedro and Cucho as your front three you are quite excited about that and King has been starting to get quite a bit of stick from the Watford Mm -hmm. fans so maybe it was good to take him out of the you know the the firing line I guess yeah um but yeah so overall at the moment I've got 85 points Foster on my bench, it was tempting to go for him because he had two games, but really home at Arsenal, away at Wolves, I think I made the right decision. Kieran Tierney, yeah. that was another tough one because I did think that they were going to... Arsenal, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, Again, I think I made the right decision. He only got one point because obviously I conceded twice, but I was a bit worried that he might have got involved and maybe got an assist or something or even a goal. Then Zaha... I'll, I'll, I'll learn my lesson here, although I think Palace have got some tricky games. They've got Man City at home um, and then they've got a game week off, I think. So realistically, I probably won't be putting my team next week, but he got eight points. And mm. and then Bowen uh, injured 53 minutes and just a one point. Was playing Liverpool, so that's why he's my third sub, but yeah, I don't know. If, I think it's, I don't know how bad his injury is going to be. I don't think it's as bad as everyone thought, but apparently it's an Achilles, and that's that's a bit of a nasty one. But yes, I, I can't complain. Eighty-five points, and I've still got two, four, six, seven, eight, eight players to play. I'm looking for double way into double figures. I guess I'd be looking for hundred something, hundred fifty points, maybe. <laughs> maybe not quite that many no maybe, maybe not, not maybe not but i'll be happy to get way into the hundreds and and also i mean we'll get to the the, the main league but i think i've made some uh, strides up there i mean obviously we've not finished the game week so i can't get too excited but i'm definitely in a good place so time will tell time will, time will tell time will tell that then leads us on to our shit list doesn't it and so if anyone's not listened to this podcast before, why on earth not? We do a shit list every week. This is one of our this is our favorite feature, probably to be fair, because we keep it in there. And we, we we encourage you to do a shit list. It's always good to put it on there. It really helps you get your anger out about things. It really does. Keith, who have you got on your shit list? You've got a maximum of five things that you can put on there. That can be people, can be um, you know, like it can be anything basically. Anything on your shit list. Okay, so first of all, Bill's mate for keeping everyone on side. He's obviously going in there. <laughs> no, I, 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 I kind of, I feel like we need to have a, a, a special ceremony, right? Because this shit list, we really should be naming it after a certain Everton centre half. Oh, he's on mine as well. Yes, ha- it has to be. It has to be the Michael King <laughs> shit list. The the guy scores an own goal. Uh, to be fair to him. Obviously, it was quite a difficult one to, to good thing is, if he'd have scored all own goals, I'd have probably had him on my um, hit list because it'll then at least stopped Son on, on, and Kane getting more yeah, points for you, yeah. probably. Uh, the only good thing. <laughs> but, yeah, you can see five goals and you're Everton. I mean, I can't really remember Everton being this bad and I really genuinely thought that they would turn Still a corner. With the team. Yeah. I hinted at it about two or three weeks ago when we were talking about the transfers and 
what they had done. And I, I was hinting at it, but I, I'll be honest with you, with the hope rather than expectation that they were going to fail. But the the Deli Alley, the the Van der Beek, the you know, they, they've even with Cavett Lewin coming back and Richarlison's playing. Decore's back. I, I know they're still missing Yerry Mina, but this is now past the point of it being an injury crisis, and that's the reason why this is happening. This is mm. there's something really pretty rotten, and, and that now it's like it's all defenders' fault. It's the defense, yeah. their championship defense. That's the easy get out. There's something really wrong in that club. I don't know what's going on, but I love to see it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> there's a little bit of bad blood between Watford and Everton. And as Everton are such a big club, you know, it's um, it's, it's 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 lovely to see a big big club like Everton being brought down to life a little bit. And Hashtag we can, bitterness. Yeah, we can only dream. We can only dream that they 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 take one of those those three places down to the championship next year. That would be amazing. But yeah, so Michael Keane has to be on there really, and he has to be the new Michael Keane list really going forward. And and to be honest, it, I mean, there wasn't really too much from my perspective that I could be quite disappointed about. I was going to put the Watford strikers on there. But if I'm being honest with you, that would be a bit harsh. Uh, you know, realistically, I wasn't expecting much from them. So and it, we, need, we nearly kind of didn't talk about them last week because you yeah. didn't even think they were going to do anything, which was the right kind of cool but yeah my, my shit list just has one player and one player only and that is Michael Keane how about you mate <laughs> well Michael Keane was on mine as well we don't need that double anymore. Michael Keane yeah double Michael Keane so you know you um, know what's going to happen mate you know what's going to happen it, 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 they're going to they're, they're going to come down. they're going to come to the Vic and it's going to be one nil Everton or nil Michael one Everton Keane. Michael Keane header three header. bonus three, points yeah three Screen bonus sheet. points <laughs> oh mate that's what's i'll tell you happen. what if depending on how things are looking if as long as it's not too bad i, I, I could put him in my, my team for that game you know make him captain we could, we could have a, yeah i know now oh, 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 come on <laughs> serious now if you know this is a serious podcast bloody i'll make him captain all right i'll make him captain you got met musa sizoka captain for that same game that's, fine that's the, fine that's i've got the, i've got to strategize to get musa back in at some point yeah <laughs> when are they playing is it last game of the season have they still got a game i, I, I don't know mate i think we i think it has to get re- no i think we, we need to rearrange it it's it was it, it's got rearranged because everton ah. are in the cup i think still so yes yeah they beat barnwood didn't they, the other night so yeah fair enough then. well yeah so michael yeah michael Keane's on my um shit list obviously because yeah <laughs> like as we've already explained, Wolves are on my shit list as well so far. They could come off it though, so it's a you know it's a halfway point shit shit list really. And so so Wolves are on there obviously for just being so bad against Palace and not doing anything for me. But that's what happens when you put a lot of your eggs in the same basket, I guess. So could, could be my fault if people want to look at it that way. I don't look at it that way though, just so you're aware. Okay, then we've got. Bar again is on the shit list just for the inconsistencies. That's really the problem here, and I just don't like like he mentioned earlier. How's Mane's goal onside and then Lukaku in you know you know was offside the other week and it's you know because you know you're looking at the lines there they look identical. So it's it is just that consistency really that we that we need to be asking for and. It's just not happening still at the moment, yeah. And we probably talk about that every week. There's something going on with it. 
And that, I think that's the real problem about it. Yes, I'm not saying it doesn't do good. It does, but, you know, there's got to be some sort of line of consistency. I mean, you know, I was at a sportsman's dinner with, with Dermot Gallagher at the weekend, and, you know, I said to him, so Dermot, what do you think of VAR? And, you know, and um, yeah, he had, he had different views about it, to be fair, as well. So, but I think, you know, it, it can, it could be great, but it's just, yeah, the consistency is not there and everything. And like I said, I have to, I have to just, you know, call it again, you know, for what, for what it is. So next on my shit list is pretty much all of Heath's midfield, um, basically, <laughs> in his squad. So, um, Kaya Saka, Son, Coutinho, we'll add Reese James in there as well, and Harry Kane. May as well just add most of Heath's team in there. Um, but, but what are you doing, you know? What are you all firing for in the same game with you? That's just poor form. It's, it's inconsiderate. It's rude. It's really rude. So, um, so yeah, so you're all on there. And, um, you know, hopefully next week I can put you on a hit list because you've all been super shit and didn't go game any points. That would be my preference anyway. So, yeah, so congratulations, you know, on my shit list, you lot. Um, so, yeah, that's it for me, to be fair, this week. Um, I, I did think about putting Rotherham on the shit list for being 1-0 up at home against Milton Keynes, who had a man sent off and losing 2-1, which now gives them a good chance to get close to us in the, the league table. So, but I won't do that because, well, let's be honest. I've been, I'm, I'm used to this sort of thing from from this, the this is, this is normality, isn't <laughs> this it? Is, this is this is Rotherham, yeah. This is Rotherham. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I won't, I won't do that. And we are still top of the league, so you know, you you, you are going to drop some some points here and there. So that that's it for my shit list, to be fair. You know, because you know, I'm still having an all right game week myself. It's it's not the end of the world yet, but um, yeah. Disappointing the the head to head really that's the only thing that's down about it so yeah yeah it's a good shit list I like it and and like as much as Michael Keane is on both of us I think VAR is very close as well because that seems to be on there quite often as well but I think think Keane's on there just a little bit more so the Michael Keane list going forward it has to be um, but yeah good stuff mate so let's let's move on to the the i'm obviously rushing this because i'm quite excited so and, and you, you, have, you have to mention me mate. you have to mention me so the north versus south mini league update we obviously have a group of individuals we've got how many players we've got nowadays so we've got 31, 31, 31. players uh, i don't think they're all playing <laughs> but i think that the majority of them are and there's some good scores so state what's happening with our with our mini league up uh, with our mini league well, we've um, yeah, we've some good scores this week. To be fair, from a lot of people, so it, you know, which is good. You know, the the bottom few are the bottom few. Let's you know, I'll quickly say, you know, Mister, you know, High Tech FC, our our man, Mister um, Samuel Diamond, forty two points. You know, again, I mean, he's, he's still got Ishmael Star in his team, Antonio captain, but he's not got half as many reds there anymore. But again, I don't think he's done much with his team for a while now. So it's um. So never mind. Um, so he he's still at the bottom, and with El Badger Poopers, Nick Edwards with a big thirty, he's definitely not done out for his team. Yeah. So enough about the the lower ends. Obviously, yeah. Ned Starks, my dad, Harrison Copley, thirty-one points with his North team. Eddie Moran, forty-four points. Eddie King in the South. You know, still you and you and Harrison, you're, you're still ahead of him. So, and I don't see him catching you at the moment. But yeah, those are like the low scores. There was a couple of the low scores. Spud United from my work, Ryan Bennett, 31 points. <laughs> Bennett, <laughs> brilliant. 
You know, he's got Ronaldo in his side. He's got bloody Edouard didn't play. Bowen didn't have all. Oh, he's got Dennis as captain, so maybe. But, I mean, to be fair, he gives a lot more attention to his Sky Fantasy team and he's he's doing quite well in that. So that's maybe his excuse if he uses one. But then, yeah, we, we've got some good scores. Though. A lot of people in the 60-plus region. Big, Mazza's King Gary 11, Big, Big Ben, 68 points at the moment. Well done, mate. You know, you've... Um, You've you've done all right there, and um, you've still got Ward Prowse as your captain, and, and another game. Yeah, I bet you were thinking, why didn't I put it on Havertz now? But yeah, if you've got Havertz in your team, you must have been convinced you were going to play. So why didn't you think that? But yeah, um, we've got three three players with over eighty points this game week. The number one man uh, is is actually Chris Harrigan, another person who's got an All South team. So the best All South team in this game week. Is you, Chris? So well done to you. The best all South team. I mean, the fact that you got eight, eight points as a Southern team is fantastic. No one else has done that as a Southern team this game week. And um, yeah, you've still got players to play. You've still got Rudiger, Mount, James, Ben Foster. You got Watkins still to to come in. So I mean, you got you know Ben Davis on your bench with six. But yeah, you've got a good chance of being the best Southern team in this game week in our league. And I fingers crossed for you, pal. I, I hope you make it. Really do. Okay. And then the other person with 84, Connor Turbin. He's from the, the pie chart group. Um, he's got, yeah, nice 84 points. Um, he's he's still got um, some players to play there as well. He, he actually captained Reese James. So if Reese James plays again, he's definitely on for, and he does well, he's definitely on for a big score. He's got Coutinho. He's got Southampton, three players in there as well. So he could be on for a for a biggie as well. So yeah, well done, boys on the on the eighty pluses. So you know, congrats there. And I mean, um, top of the table still Kevin Barnard Bernard with um, one eight six four overall. John Rogerson, Betty Swallocks one seven four one leading the best of the rest. But um, Connor Turbin's caught him up big time. So it's yeah, there's, there's, it's now we're looking at a five way battle for that second place now. To be fair, from uh, Leone Cameron. That's, one one seven two three all the way up to one four one seven four one with Betty Swallows, Jordan Rogerson. I'm still top in terms of the the people who've done a an actual North or South team. I'm up to the top ten again, so that that's good for me. Heath, you're up to sixteenth, so not hey. bad. Bit of, bit of movement there, and you know, and you could you could go and the chances are you'll go up a bit higher than that. To be fair, I think because um you're you're only a few points behind the, the next two. And looking at their sides, and not got much coming in. Oh, Brad! Uh, Bradley took a minus eight. Oof, jeez. Brad, Brad's captain, up there, really. Captain, right though. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coutinho, yeah, by the way. Right, yeah, he needs Coutinho to do something again, doesn't he? For for that, for him. But um, that must but, be yeah. quite embarrassing for Bradley to to know that that you and I have only picked players from a, a region. Yeah. He's had to pick yeah. from everywhere, and he's I mean, below us. Yeah. I mean, his fall from grace has been brilliant as well. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he, you know that season when Chelsea won the league and the following season just ended up being like in 12th place or something like that. Well, it's like yeah. he's done that, but he's just done that all in one season. So he hasn't gone and won anything. He was in like the top four or five looking like he was competing. We ignored him completely all the way through that. We didn't want to give him any sort of, you know, congrats, no no kudos. Or and kudos we were right to do so. We were because <laughs> we knew he was, was going to fall away. Yeah, and that's, well, <laughs> You know, when you call your team four nails at the tie now, I mean, four nails aren't in, 
even been that good this season, has he? So, yeah, never mind. He's faltering, like West Ham are faltering, basically, in the league at the moment. So, there you have it. But, yeah, it's um, it's good to see somebody falling like that. You know, we're very happy to do that. And, um, you yeah, know, let's, let's see. Let's see if that continues for a bit longer. But, yeah, so, um, again, as always, thanks to everyone who's in in the league and plenty of game weeks to to go still. So let's let's see what happens. Yeah, and before we move on to our scouted teams, we also have to mention the head-to-head. State is currently three points ahead of me in the head-to-head Ooh, with yeah. this game week that we're halfway through. So, Could be yeah. all square. Could be all Could be square, all mate. Square with, with state ahead on the, the total overall points. 50-odd yeah. points, isn't it, really? Um, well, we'll see. We'll see how much it ends. Time will tell, but don't you worry. I've got plans. Uh, what, what about the idea of bringing in Mane for Salah? Are you not tempted? No. Good. I'd bring in Mane and have Salah, him and Salah. That might Good. be a better idea. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I needed that. I've got to be honest. Yeah. I needed that. It's been, it's been but, a tough season for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've, you've stuck at the task well, you know. Stuck at the task. So I can't grumble about that. But yes, yeah, so it, it moves us on to our, our next up. Feature, which is one which ran up for, for well, he's not done one for a little while. I, I did one about probably three, maybe four podcasts back, but it's a scout team. And he said he wanted to do a scout team this week. So I said to him, Great. I, he probably had an idea who he wanted to do. And I was like, Fuck that. You're not going to choose. I really <laughs> get to choose. So let's put the team that you hate the most in the Premier League, Crystal Palace. Yes. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. I, I don't even hate them that much now. I respect that they're, they're a lot better than Watford. That when I hated them was when we were very, very close as two sets of clubs. They've gone past us. I respect that. They play football the way they do. I think Roy Hodgson being the manager for so long, I liked. I like I like Roy. I, I liked him before he joined Watford. So I feel like the hate because of Roy, I feel like the, the hate disappeared. And and I think I just grew up to be honest, but yeah, the Crystal, Crystal Palace are an interesting team. So if if you're not aware, so I, I think I interrupted State before he was going to actually say, but with our scouted team, we we have five different sections. So we have a, a good from afar, far from good, which is a good player but a low scorer. We have a differential, which is like an underestimated big score point scorer, a newcomer, a new player to the league, which is quite tough because Palace didn't sign anyone in January. A set piece extraordinaire, someone who takes their free kicks, corners and penalties, and captain fantastic. So who's their consistent scorer? If they were playing Norwich and Watford at home in a double game week, who would you captain? So yeah, so that that's how we've set this up. And realistically, Palace have been brilliant. Uh, yeah, as soon as State said go for Crystal Palace, I just thought, oh fuck, that means I've just got to watch those fucking highlights again at Vicarage Road which was really really it was painful as much as I don't hate Palace now it's still painful to see that happen I'm still not a biggest fan of of Wilfred Zaha who is absolute talent but uh, a wind up he's one of those players that if he plays for your team you love him but if he doesn't I can't think many clubs must like like Wilfred Zaha just because He's a dangerous football player, but it just he's uh, it just seems like he's always in the middle and he's always in the m- middle of something. He's always going down. He's always arguing. He's always yeah. getting upset about nothing from from my perspective. But then, like I say, Watford have got have had a handful of those players over the years, and I, I know exactly how. It, like I mean, Deeney must have been a good example of someone that is very dislikable as a 
as a player, yeah. but if he plays for your team, you love him. Anyway, so Crystal Palace, interesting team because they have been on form and they've hit form around this time where probably people weren't really picking many of their players. And Zaha is a great example of that, someone who has been scoring some big points recently. I, me, me, myself, took him out, put him on the bench against Wolves because I thought Wolves away would be a very difficult game. We, I think we both called a Wolves win for that in our predictions to yeah. come. But the fact is that Zaha you know, takes the penalties, therefore he's always got a chance. And you know, I think I think Palace are exciting. They're, they, they seem to be a good counter-attacking team. They've got plenty of pace, plenty of energy. And they, they, they seem to tick quite a few different boxes. They don't have a lot. I think at one point, Palace had quite a predictable team with two wide men, you know, a striker, a couple of holding midfielders, and they were quite well organised. Now, it just seems that they've got some skillful players. They've got some pace. They've got some battling players. They've got some players very good with the ball. Their, their defence is well organised from, I would assume, from the Roy days. Yeah. But they are pretty suspect at set pieces, but realistically, they don't concede a huge amount of goals. They do concede goals, but I think that they've done really well. Picking players from Crystal Palace, I would say that at the moment, looking at the fixtures, without the, the extra fixtures being added in, I would say you're looking at game week 34 because there's a, there's quite a few greens there. And then yeah. the only caveat to that is that I often find, and, and I could be wrong here, but when there's a team who's been fighting relegation for many seasons, when they get past the 40-point mark, there's often that kind of taking the foot off the accelerator moment. And they don't often seem to have that same fight and and spirit as they did when they were trying to get to that 40-point mark. I could be wrong, and maybe I, I will be wrong with Palace because Palace have had a very interesting season. So... But that would be because they've got, I think they've got Man City coming up and then they've got a blank game week. And then I think they've got a couple of tough games after that. And then they've got another blank game week. So, you know, we'll see how they go. Are they still in the, the FA Cup? Uh, Palace are, yeah. They're in the quarters. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So they might be putting more eggs in that basket as well. You never know. So I would be, uh, before I say all this about, you know, the individual players, I would say just bear that in mind that they're still in the FA Cup. And again, they might be kind of Everton in, the, Everton in the sixth round. So, That's right. Yeah, couple of weeks so, time. So it's yeah, big. Yeah. Big so I think I start off with good from afar, but far from good. So I've got to go for Christian Benteke. Yeah. That's actually a joke, but you didn't laugh. So actually, maybe that was. <laughs> maybe that's not a very good joke. Now Benteke, Benteke's played his part, but um, but seriously, I'm, I I think I've got to go Will Hughes. Just as a big Will Hughes fan, the guy is, is just a great football player to watch. I, I loved him. Last season when we were in the championship, he was almost like a quarterback for Watford. He just dictated play, played at his own pace, gets stuck in, isn't afraid to kind of, you know, throw himself about. And, you know, that's what fans want from a, a centre midfielder, really. I think the only problem with Will Hughes was that he just always found that he was being moved around for different players because he never really got a place in the team until last season. And then obviously we didn't offer him a new contract, but he's a, he's a fantastic football player. I love to watch him play, but he doesn't really score many points to be honest in the fantasy. He looks like he's, he's more, it's not, I wouldn't say a holding midfielder, but he, he's quite, he plays quite a deep 
kind of like playmaker kind of position, yeah. I guess. So I would say that for him. Then I would say differential. So I am looking at Jean-Philippe Marteta only because I don't think anyone's got him. And he scored a couple of goals recently. I'm not saying to you to get him in your team, but all I say is that if, if Palace keep the form they're going on, they may not beat Man City at home. But the fact is that if Marteta scored two out of uh, two goals in the last three games, I would be surprised if Vieira drops him. The only thing, that, again, that caveat that I mentioned earlier, the FA Cup, maybe you might put him in for the FA Cup and maybe rest him for the, the league if, if he thinks they're safe. I don't know. But that, that's just an interesting player. They've put some trust in him since they they made that loan deal permanent. And to be honest, I was quite surprised they made it permanent. I thought he was on his way. I thought that they were going to focus on Edward, who wow. I've looked at him thinking that he's going to be that player and he hasn't quite made it. But for whatever reason, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know if it's because he doesn't work that hard or he hasn't he hasn't been getting the the the, uh, the goals, assists, and all that. But there's they're the the they're strangest team, Palace, because. It seems like every time they score, it's anyone but their strikers, isn't it? But yeah, they, they, they play their part. Then then I'm going to go into the newcomer. Now, I know he didn't technically sign in January, but he signed in the summer. But I would say that we talked about him earlier in the season as like a potential player who could get, who could who could be interesting to watch. And that's that Michael Elise. I think he, I mean, I don't know if you saw his assist for Jeffrey Slup against Burnley, but the yeah. way he moves the ball from left foot to right foot so quickly without looking like he is even trying. It's like he's almost going at a snail's pace. Like he, and yet he's, he, you know, he kind of embarrassed the Burnley defenders by doing it and, and he just put a cross in and made it look so simple. I think he's had quite a few chances where keepers have made good saves in the last few weeks. And I think he is a proper player. I think most Reading fans will tell you that and or, or anyone who watched the championship with him playing. But I think it's just taken a bit of time to bed into Palace. But I think he, he'd be an interesting one. I, I say, I know he's not technically a newcomer, but I think he 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 could be getting his run in the, the team now when they are in a relaxed state because, let's be honest, they're not going to get relegated. So, no. Yeah, I think he'd be an interesting one to, to look out for if you're... I mean, again, there's so many good players out there that I'd be very surprised if you guys are listening right now and going, got to get Lalisa in. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um, but it is what it is. I've, I've been given a team that I didn't particularly want and <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've had to run with it. No, uh, I'm, I, I, I jest, I jest. But yeah, set piece extraordinaire. Conor Gallagher with the free kicks and corners. Sometimes Mihailovic, I think he'll take him if he's playing. And then you've got Elise might come and take a couple. But really, Conor Gallagher seems to be kind of taking that mantle. And then, as we said earlier, Zaha's on the penalties. I think he missed one a couple of weeks back. But the fact is that he, you know, he took the one against Wolves. So I my 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 thought behind that is that the, the fact is he's he said, I want the penalties and that you know the fact is he, he, he gets them you know because he's he's yeah. a palace legend and that moves on to captain fantastic who is i think earlier in the season you could have hinted towards conor gallagher because he was showing some incredible stats for someone who was a box-to-box midfielder but i am going to have to go with zaha the fact is the guy is 
incredible for Palace. And even when he scores big and he gets big points in FPL, he still has so many chances that it doesn't, you know, he, he still could yeah. have scored even more. Yeah. But yeah. seems to have that way of getting the ball in his left or right foot and just hitting that ball cross goal just wide or just saved or whatever. And he probably probably wanted to move on at some point. And, and after he moved to United, it didn't work out. He probably wanted to move on since then, but it hasn't worked out for him. And it's it's worked out perfectly for the Palace Palace fans because oh, yeah. like they, they get to see an incredible player week in, week out. What I like to see in a footballer is someone who gets the ball at their feet and their first thing is to run at a defender. That's great to see as a, as a football fan. It gets you off your seat. You get excited and then you're hoping that they, they've got an end game. Someone like Adama Traore, who I can imagine must be extremely frustrating to watch if you're a Wolves fan earlier on the season. But, you know, again, someone who's not afraid to just go past the defender and you'd hate to play against them. But yeah, that, that's, that's, my, um, that's my scouting team. I think it's, it's, it's straightforward as that. I can't imagine many people going for anyone barring Zaha, really. And even then, like I say, there's so many good midfielders out there that with their fixtures, probably best not to um, to go for it. So in the end, don't go for any of these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, good good scout team, Heath. Yeah, definitely don't go for them. That's, that's exactly how you like to hear it, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we don't do the scout team to, 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 to basically give you advice, people. Just remember that we do it to either satisfy our own sort of stance on that team or screw the other person over. Hence why I gave Heath Palace. But um, but no, on a serious note, there are some Palace players, especially with a little bit of form they're hitting, worth looking at. And yeah, I think, you know, like he says, a lot of it's obvious. You know, you still probably be thinking about Zaha, you know, not many people obviously are. Because, I mean, he's, I know it's, it's, it's obviously a lot of people, but 5.5% is, you know, his team selected by. So it's not exactly... In the highs at the moment, and you know he's in a, in a bit of form. I think Conor Gallagher's at like just under fourteen percent. So obviously a lot of people are fancying him more than Zaha at the moment. But you know, again, yeah, yeah. Um, just just to just to kind of, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's there's a lot of uh, El Badger poopers out there where they've got like a team they've set up earlier in the season when Gallagher was on form and probably just left it and not taken him out. Yeah. That's that's my assumption there. But yeah, probably, I mean, because yeah. is is. I, I don't think you're going to see many people with Gallagher in the team nowadays who are in the top top um, top one k or whatever. But yeah, let's let's. Uh, actually, one other person I want to mention. I, I'm pretty gutted that we've not seen much of Eze this season as well because yeah, uh, he's just like Elise, someone you just want to watch and looks incredible with the ball and just glides along the pitch. It's a shame he got that injury and has left him. I thought he was going to come back before. Like the end of this season, but it's it's not looking good for him at the moment. So hopefully no, we can no, see him soon. Yeah. But... Fingers crossed, yeah, because yeah, he's he definitely <laughs> was really good last season. Definitely agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, good mate. We move on to the North versus South predictions results. So if you've not listened to this before, <laughs> this is this is basically State and I looking at all the teams North versus South and predicting which one's gonna win or draw. So simple as that. And I believe that we have got a happy state. Uh, well, no, it's, uh, it's, I think it's only because I think we're tired at the moment. So, yeah, it's not too bad. 
But yeah, so there's still a few games to play, actually. Still three more for the midweek games um, on the Thursday night. So we'll have a full update next time. But we both went Burnley-Chelsea. We both went away win, so that came in. Newcastle-Brighton, I went home win. You went for the draw, so that puts me 2-1 up. Norwich-Brentford, you went away win. I went home win, so you got that, so 2 all. Wolves-Palace, I went draw. You went home win. Given how badly wrong you were, I should really get that point. But yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work like that, draw. mate. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So neither gets that. Liverpool, West Ham, both home win. Spurs, Everton, both home wins. So we're all square, which is that's why I was happy because I'm not normally. You normally kick my ass on this, to be fair. But we've got three games to go. So Southampton, Newcastle coming up. You've got the away win. I've gone for the draw. Wolves, Watford. I've gone home win. You've gone for the draw there. As long as it's a nil-nil draw, that's fine, Heath. I don't mind you being right if it's a nil-nil draw. <laughs> um, and then Leeds-Villa, we've both gone for away wins. So we have both gone for two different sort of scores with the Southampton, Newcastle, Wolves, Watford. So hopefully there should be a, an outright winner there. But yeah, all square so far. But um, obviously the, the obvious ones we seem to have both got right, the three obvious ones, and then the three more difficult ones to pick. We've got one right each on those, so... So yes, it's still still ongoing to to do with that. And then obviously we you know we've got um we've got this week's this you know game week twenty nines ones as well to to just quickly fire through because there's a there's a few games again on there. So we'll, we'll fire through these quickly. First game is on um, Saturday lunchtime. Brighton Liverpool. He who, who do you who do you fancy there? Yeah, the North go for Liverpool. Yeah. Heath away. I'm going away as well. You know, it's you know Liverpool in good form. Then we've got Brentford Burnley. This is an interesting one. So I'm guessing I'll go first here. I mean, obviously Burnley, Brentford got that win. Burnley had a bit of form, but then they've come unstuck last couple of games. But, but they have played sort of you know decent sides. I'm gonna go for a draw on that one. Yeah, I think I think I'm actually gonna go for a a, a Burnley away win. I think they're gonna bully Brentford. Yeah. No, yeah. fair enough. And this should be quite an interesting game. Manu Spurs. Who do you think? I will go for a draw. I think United were poor against City, but they haven't been that poor before, if that makes sense. They you know, they they haven't been on terrible form with Ralph and uh, No, they, they haven't to be fair. I no. think that, that people get a bit excited when they don't go when they don't go and get a result against Liverpool or City, it starts getting a bit yeah, I guess I understand why, but because of the rivalry. But yeah, I'll, I'll go for a draw with this one. No, that's fair enough. No problem. I'm going to go for an away win. I think nice. Spurs are going to be ideal for counter-attacking United and United are just shoddy at the back. So I think um, Spurs could play that one perfectly, potentially. Next up, Chelsea versus Newcastle. I'll go for a home win, I think. Yeah, home win. Okay. Then... We go to Arsenal versus Leicester. Home win, yeah. Arsenal don't look like the team that they used to be, you know, where they no. fancy and drop some points here at the moment, you know. And so, so yeah. Palace, Man City. Away win. Yeah, away win. There's a few on this one that are going to be um, pretty similar. Then we've got Arsenal, Liverpool, midweek game. Oh, bring back Andre Arshavan, eh? Oh, um, yeah. I think the Liverpool are going to have too much, but I, I, I'm quite looking. I think out of all those games, I think that's the one I'm looking forward to the most because I think Arsenal yeah. 
if if they have oh. that confidence, if they go and beat Leicester. Yeah, be... I'm going to go for the draw there, you see, because, nice. you know, they, they, gave, they gave City a real good, you know, they in did. that home game, and they should have got some out of it, to be fair. They should have probably won the game. They let City get the winner in the end after, obviously, there was a red card and everything. But I think they've definitely got confidence and um, they'll give Liverpool a real, a real sort of tough game there. And I, I, I fancy them to get, you know, it'll be a score draw. Both teams will score goals, I'd expect, in that game. I know Liverpool tend to have Arsenal's number, but it's somewhat different about Arsenal at the moment, which is giving me a bit of confidence in them. I'm sure Liverpool fans will be like, what the, what the bugger is he on about? Well, it's my prediction, not yours, so feck off. <laughs> So yeah, that's it. So we'll obviously we'll yeah we'll, we'll get the full results out. We might just post it on Twitter to see at the end of Thursday, and just to say right, this was the end end outcome for the for the results. But yeah, we've got a few games again to to look forward to next week. Nice work, nice work, mate. Leads us on to our game week preview, which I'm, I'm sure neither of us have sort of made out and out decisions yet necessarily what we might do or think we might do. I suppose because we've still got, like I said, a few games still to play in this game week. So you just don't want to make too many rash decisions when you've got, you know, four more games still to play. So, I mean, have you got any any plans yet, Heath? Or are you just thinking at the moment, just wait and see, obviously, which will be a big thing? Yeah, not, I haven't got a huge amount going on, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, I, I'm, I'll run through my team of what I've got at the moment. The one thing I, I was so impressed with both Arsenal and Spurs, I, I am tempted because they've both got doubles to make a couple of transfers. So I'm maximising both Arsenal and Spurs for the doubles. But anyway, Marte, Martinez in goal. I don't think that, I, I suppose I could go for Foster against Southampton, you know, Martinez, Martinez against West Ham. I don't know. I, I actually think you could toss a coin for that one. But I'm definitely going to stick with Walker-Peters for Watford at home. Luca Din, I don't know how long, how bad his injury is. Again, we'll find out if he plays in the second game or not. Reese James and Rudiger obviously are going to be in the team. Kieran Tierney's got to be in the team. Saka's got to be in the team. Like I say, Tierney and Saka are both playing Leicester and Liverpool. Both at home though. Again, again if it was just, if, if it was Leicester away, Liverpool at home, maybe I might not be getting so excited about it, but they're both playing, they're, they're both of the games are at home. Then some, I say United in Brighton away as his fixtures. Coutinho, West Ham away. I feel like Coutinho is just never present now. And yeah. Kane. Now, the other one, so I've, I've, I've got Dennis, King, Bowen, Zaha. Zaha, I probably keep on my bench because they've got City at home. Dennis and King, I've got to get rid of either one or not both. Again, see how they get on against Wolves. And Bowen, I don't know how bad his injury is, but honestly, when I hear that someone's injured their Achilles, I don't like the, the sound of that, especially when they've got pace like Bowen. So, although they've got... If, if he's fit and he can play, then maybe I'll put him in because they're playing Villa at home. So, we'll see. But I, I might even... I'm really tempted to go for that Kulazeski for Spurs. He just looks like lively. Or maybe Matt Doherty or Serge Reguilon if, if Cessnion's injured. You know, I wanna I wanna jump on this Spurs team because if they keep if they even if they have a bad game and then a good game in the head to heads, that could really help me out. So yeah, that's that's my situation. And captain wise, I mean realistically, probably Kane or Sun, really, I guess. Unless I've 
bring in Kulazeski and, and I feel brave. But yeah, how about you, mate? How's it looking? Yeah, well, basically, I, I, there's two options basically for me. I'm either going to make one transfer, or I'm going to make no transfers because you know I'm not massively disappointed with what I've got. Got Sarri net, got Cody, Cancelo, Trent with two games for Liverpool. I'll have Anthony Gordon for Everton, two games, both at home and, you know, against the, the winnable games. And I think Everton have shown enough in the home games under Frank Lampard to to show that, yeah, they, they, they're they going to be probably a lot more dangerous at home against teams. And he likes he likes him, you know, he's, um, he's been playing every game since Frank's taken over. Um, so hopefully he can pick up um, maybe a goal or two, who knows? So, so yeah, he's in there. Mo Salah, he'll be my captain. Two double games for Liverpool. They're not going to rest him against Brighton or Arsenal where they need to keep winning and keep that pressure on City. They can't afford to be slipping up. And then I've got De Bruyne and Mares as well. I think De Bruyne will play. Mares, I'm unsure about at the moment playing. Where Ghost, Pouquet, and then St. Maximin is the front three. St. Maximin, Newcastle have two games. So hopefully he gets through the next, the, the second game this game week. He'll be back playing and starting for them for sure. He's their best player. Is there? Were you not tempted player. to go for more Newcastle players this week because they've got two sets of double game weeks? With Sam Maximum being injured, it's it's difficult to see who's the one who's going to get the points for Newcastle. You know, I don't Frazier, think. Frazier or Willock, I guess. But well, see, I've got a mate who captained Willock this week, and yeah, not paid off. And there's a reason why it's not paid off because. Don't score regular points, so nah, it won't. It won't really something that I'd I'd, I'd seen on that front. To be fair, and, and felt it was worth worth doing something to cost me points to do that. So nah, I was not fair for enough. me. Um, and that, but my own my consideration is whether to bring in another Liverpool player with them having a double game week. I, I know I'd bring in I'd bring in Van Dyke. Can afford to bring him in if I take out Cancelo. I can bring in Van Dyke, you know, for the for the dual game week. So that that's what I'm thinking. So I'll, I'll either do that or I won't do anything. That's probably going to be me for for this week. And and so with them playing Brighton, they could definitely keep a clean sheet there. I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet against Arsenal, but and you know you could get a goal from a set piece because you know he's he's a big lad as well as Van Dyke. So that's that's my option really. I think there, which I'm considering doing. I think Cancelo will start against Palace. He'll probably do all right against them. But same time, double game week for Van Dyke. Fancy him to do more. Yeah, sounds good, mate. I'd like to say so much to be played in this game week still that we probably won't be getting too excited about next week yet. So, but we'll we'll give you the feedback next week anyway. But yeah, now our final part of this fantastic podcast is is a quiz that State has very kindly prepared for me. I know as much as the listener knows right now, I have no idea what it's about. I had no idea what how it is going to be. So, State, take it away, buddy. Yeah, well, yeah, I just I had this idea a little while back. So when you came up with this, I was I was happy to do it. And because it's further on in the season, it's probably a bit better to do it as well. So I'm going for a goal and assists combined quiz. So basically, I'm going to give you two players each. You're going to say who's got the most combined goals and assists basically so far in this season's fantasy football league. So I like it. Going to that. I like uh, it, mate. 50-50, you know, so you're all in good form there. I'm not going to put a punishment on this one, to be honest with you. I think at I've, the had, moment, I've had quite a few, to be fair. 
out well, of the yeah, two of us. That, that's because you're just not good enough either getting <laughs> me to get things wrong or getting my ones right. So, um, and with this being 50 50, I, I don't want to risk it to be fair because you, you could just get a lucky streak here. But I've gone for hopefully ones that you know won't be so obvious, but then there might be some that I'm bluffing you on. Who knows? So it's um, it'd be interesting. I know, not always... I know, I can, I can read you like a book, mate. I know when you're bluffing. Yeah. Okay, then that's fine. <laughs> I think you've said this before and you failed. And I, I failed, yeah. <laughs> so I think I think I have mentioned putting at least one player from every single team. Some teams will have more some than, than others. Though. So um, first off, Cornet or Trossard? Who has the most combined? Hmm. It's, it's a tricky one, but I think I'm going to go with Trossard. Okay. That's one incorrect already. Oh, fuck. So, Kone's got six, which are all goals. Trossard's got five, four goals and one assist. Okay. So, you've got one wrong there. Not a good Next start. One. Not a good start, no. But it was a tough one, like you said. Next one. Jimenez or Philippe Coutinho. So, Jimenez at Wolves or Coutinho at Villa. I'm going to go with Jimenez. Yeah. Obvious one. Yeah, Jimenez has got nine. Coutinho's only got six at the moment, but Jimenez five goals, four assists. Coutinho's three, three and three. Um, so all level there. Next up, Timo Puke or Richarlison. Neither of them have had a particularly good season, really. I think Puke because I think he's had probably a, some assists that. We haven't really talked too much about, and he's yeah he scored. I mean, he scored against us. He scored this week. Charleston, I can't. I mean, I'll, I'll go Pookie. Okay, how he got to Pookie? He's really you were wrong, but you're right in terms of it is Pookie. So Pookie's got seven goals, one assist, gives him eight. Richardson's right. <laughs> got four goals, three assists, gives him seven. So yeah, Pookie's not been getting assists. <laughs> so people, if you're thinking of a striker who can get goals and assists, do not listen to Heath's reasoning right there, please. No, you will get punished. Pookie's and that's a another bastard. And it's another thing about this quiz: you do get to see who's got like combines here, so it could give you an idea of who may have to go for. So yeah, there you go. Your next one. So we've got Shea Adams at Southampton or Ivan Tony at Brentford. What are we looking at? I'll go Adams. I'm going to go Adams. So Shea Adams has 10. So he's got seven goals and three assists. So that gives him a, a nice round 10. Ivan Tony. Well, you're doing right if it wasn't for this weekend, Heath. So he's, on, he's got 11, nine goals, two assists. Fuck me. Honestly, that the fact is is that it, it was literally that this weekend, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was only on six goals, two assists, so he was on eight. It'd have been I didn't think he'd scored that many. They they get no, quite a few well, penalties, didn't they, Jimmy Bastards? Yeah, they get the one or two. So yeah, so he's had he's had a, a belting week there. So then we go on to the next one. This is a good one. Harry Kane or Jamie Vardy. You gotta uh, remember. Kane's doing well now. Vardy had a great start to the season. What, 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 which way is which? I think because you absolutely love Vardy, I reckon it's Vardy. Ooh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd think that, and that's where I knew I could bluff you. Sorry, I could bluff you. So Harry Kane, the both got 10 Premier League goals each this season, but 
but Kane's got one extra assist. He's got three assists. That is, I got two. What you got to remember is Kane assists on plenty of times. He, uh, you know, it's you good, know, it's good that you, you've yeah. you've kept with the difficult quiz theme that you've yeah. you had before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so there you go. So yeah, Kane. So you got that one wrong. You got what you've got. You've got two right, three wrong at the three moment. Wrong, yeah, so. I think I think if the listeners are currently hearing this, they're probably thinking to themselves. Well, they they probably have got similar stats to me, I reckon. No, nah, I bet. Surpri- I bet. No, nah, most will have four out of five here. Yeah, I bet. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll give us <laughs> give us feedback if if you do. Yeah, definitely. Then um, so next one, James Madison or Sant Maximin? Because Madison's had a that, that little run, but then he was pretty poor at the beginning of the season. Sant Maximin's been getting points regularly, so. We'll go with St. Maximin. Incorrect. This isn't close. St. Madison has 13. St. Maximin's got 10. Seven, goal, seven goals, six assists for Madison. Um, St. Maximin's got five goals and five assists. And you're saying that's not close? <laughs> no, that's, that's, the, the, that's the, the second biggest gap between them all. The other and that, that really says one. something about your quiz. <laughs> <laughs> not really. More than anything. Not really. You should you should have an idea. So yeah, and um, so that's another one. Incorrect. You know, you know where this becomes a little bit difficult for you, mate. You know where this becomes a bit difficult is where you're asking. Well, I'm not going to say you're asking, Salah versus no, um, you're asking me, Star, am I? You're asking me Northern players who I haven't picked all season, and I don't know <laughs> their stats because why would I? Oh, to be fair, beforehand, Trossard Southern, Coutinho Southern, Fruit. Uh, che Adams and Tony were both Southern, and you still didn't get that right. So that was uh, yeah. even in your specialist. I, I, have, I haven't been looking at their stats. Neither of them have come close to my team. Well, <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, never mind. Um, next one. Rafina or James Ward-Prowse? Okay. Um, James Ward-Prowse. Golly, you're just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, Rafina's got 11. He's got nine goals and two assists. And James Ward Prowse is on 10 at the moment. So, yeah, that's an incorrect one again. He Ward Prowse just to uh, make you wear six goals, four assists. So, God's sake, you can't even get 50 50s right. You can't even get a run on that. I mean, what up is there? Here you go, right? Got to get this one right. Cristiano Ronaldo or Reese James? Reese James. God, Heath, come on. He's been out injured for most of the year. Reese James. No. Ronaldo <laughs> has got 12 overall, nine goals and three assists, right? Really? Yeah, he's, he's probably scored more goals than you maybe thought. But um, as Reese James, although if Reese James had have played the full season, I'm sure he'd be ahead of Ronaldo, but he's got five goals and six assists. So he's only got 11 goal combined at the moment. Wait a minute. So, and and they, Chelsea have still got a game to play. So actually. Yeah, but we'll, we'll come back right to this. this. No, we'll the quiz is right at this. <laughs> We're not doing it that way. It's my quiz, not yours. So, yeah. <laughs> um, sticking with a Chelsea player. So, the next one Mason Mount or Emmanuel Dennis. Ah, it's Emmanuel Dennis all day long. 100%. 100%, eh? Yeah. You sure about that? He was like the, the most amount of assists and goals at one point. At one point, maybe. Yeah, that was after like three games, mate, when Salah hadn't started his uniform. <laughs> no, um, no, but behind yeah. Salah, behind Salah, sorry. Nah. Well, so yeah, 
Dennis is the winner. So Mount's got Mount's got seven goals, seven assists for fourteen. Dennis has got nine goals and six assists, so he's got fifteen. He's not getting them now, though, is he, the dickhead? No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. So, so yes, but um, but yeah, he's that one. Next one, Shao Cancelo or Mister Andrew Robertson? Oh, it's a trick question. This is a trick question. I know this is a trick question. <laughs> But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fall into the trap. I'm gonna go with Cancelo. You did fall into the trap as well. I knew well it. Done. I knew it. To be fair, so Cancelo's got one goal and eight assists. So he's got nine. Robertson's one goal and ten assists. So eleven. So neither ten assists. Yeah, Robertson's got ten assists. Yeah, it's good to see we're doing the southern players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had Mount or Dennis a few goes back. Reece yeah, James. I got that one right. <laughs> yeah, you got the Dennis one right. Yeah. That's your own team, of course. You were going to go for him, even if you you'd have gone for Dennis, even if you thought it was wrong to be fair. Let's let's just let's get through this, all right, mate. All right, this okay. is right, next one. Stinker next quiz one. for me. Right, next one. Trent Alexander Arnold or Connor Gallagher? Oh, it's another trap. Another <laughs> trap. There's a sudden player there for you. There yeah. is, there is, and I'm going to fall into that trap again. I'm going to do it. I'm going to think that by now you're going to think that I wouldn't go for Trent. <laughs> well, I, don't, no, because... I have no idea. I have no idea. I've, I've, I did this list this afternoon. so I'm... No, you've, you've said that you did it early on the season. You, you knew full well how I was going to play this. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Trent. It's Trent. It's not Trent. It's Conor Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trent's got 13 and he's got two goals, 11 assists. Conor Gallagher's got 14, eight goals and six assists. Well, what a good quiz. <laughs> hey, I've still got three more for you. So you <laughs> now, this next one, you can't complain about because it's two Southern players. So you've got Jared Bowen or you've got Hung Win Son. Ooh, Jared Bowen. He's correct. Get in. Jared Bowen's got 21. He's got eight goals and 13 assists. He's having an absolute screamer of a season. Yeah. The assist, I think, is what people are probably more shocked by. Um, Son's got 11 goals, 7 assists, so he's got 18. So 21-18 to Bowen there. You know, Son still has always having a good season, um, but Bowen's obviously doing a bit better. That, that was the thing. I, I, actually, I, I actually thought to myself uh, a couple of weeks ago, because Bowen's form was so good, I was thinking, could I actually have a, a set-and-forget captain here? But mm. then he got injured and... And also his yeah. form fell off and West Ham's form fell off and everything. So exactly. Yeah. That disappeared. So, as soon as it, it appeared, it disappeared. Yeah. Exactly. Your idea probably cursed it, to be fair. Probably. So, yeah. So two to go. Two to go, and then your hell is over. What's, okay. How many have I got at the moment? I've got four, have I? You got four. Four out of how many have we done? Because uh, like I said, I've lost count because mm. I've I've not been doing well. So right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a um a bit of a poor loser, guys. 12, 4 out of 12. Wow. We've got two more left. So you can get up to 6 out of 14 if you if you do well here. So Thank next God one. there's no final on this, eh? No, I know you'd have been bummed ages ago, wouldn't you? <laughs> It'd have been a double fine for this. Yeah. Right, next one. Two Liverpool players. Just to make it good for your region, obviously. Mane or Yotta? Hmm. I think this is a tough one. It is a tough one because 
I think Mane's gone under the radar this season. And I think a lot of people have avoided him and they've gone for Yotta because they thought he's cheaper. I'll go with Mane. Well done, Heafy. You're correct. So Yeah. I knew I knew he had a good season. Both of them have scored 12 goals each. Mane's got four assists. Yotta's got three assists. So 16 to 15 on the combined. I mean, if you're looking for value for money, obviously you go Yotta, but still, at least I got it right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the main thing. Then the last one. The last one, Bernardo Silva or Bukayo Saka. So, you know, like when you play football, you're playing five a side and someone shouts out, next goal wins. Yeah. Let's, We're let's not have... playing that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, it, if you'd have been like close, then yeah, maybe. But you're five out of 13, so not. Well, exactly. That's why you say next goal wins, because it doesn't matter what's happened before. You give everyone a bit of hope that there might be some excitement in that last question. You got, you got, you got to know this, mate. You know, if we, we want to entertain an audience, you know, we've got to keep them interested. Then you got to best already because you're doing shit. So yeah, it's, they're all happy. Don't you worry about that. All right. Well, I think again, this, this is not, trap. I don't. Yeah. Again, it is a trap because I know Bernardo Silva, Silva basically had a fantastic start to the season, and Saka's having a great current part of the season. Mm. I think, because Saka took a while to get going, I think he probably took him about six or seven games to really start scoring or getting assists. I think I'm going to go with Bernardo Silva. And and that's where I'm going to finish. Lose the game. Yeah, you lost the game again. Well, I'm glad we didn't do (laughs) next goal wins because I would have lost. (laughs) <laughs> so Saka, Saka has got eight goals, six assists. So he's got 14 combined. Bernardo Silva, seven goals, six assists, 13 combined. Five out of 14, Heath. Absolutely shite. Yeah. I, but, I... but don't worry about it, folks. Hopefully it gives you a bit of an idea of some of the combined things. That that's, that was the, the meaning of this quiz. That and to embarrass Heath, as always. That's something that I can do quite easily these days. So... Or actually does it to himself most of the time. So I, I, if you listen to this podcast, right, I want you to please be honest and tell me what your scores were. Like, be completely honest. Just be honest with us. Tell us what you got. If you did better than I did, fair play. Tell me. I want to hear. I'm a competitive person. I'm going to assume that you guys struggled just as much as I did. But we'll see. But jokes aside, mate, I really love that. I love that. That's what, that's what an FPL quiz should be be all about to be honest maybe a little bit easier but i love it i think that's great and and it and it's a it's a great way to finish a great podcast it's been a it's well to be honest because it's just been a bit of a crazy period for us and we've both had so much going on it's just lovely to kind of like come on this podcast and know that we can you know enjoy ourselves and and get a lot off our chests but yeah i mean as usual if you want to get in contact with us or if you want to follow us or anything like that, our Twitter handles are FPL MVS for the North and the South Twitter page. Then we've got at FPL Southerner, which is myself, no underscore anymore, and at FPL underscore Northerner for state. Mate, I don't know how you're feeling right now, but I'm feeling pretty damn good just in general. And, I, you know, I'm going to keep these pleasantries coming. I'm going to thank you for a fantastic quiz and a fantastic podcast. Oh, well, 
Thank you very much, Chief. Thanks for thanking me, and I will not return the favour. So brilliant. Well done. That's that, that and that's <laughs> the northern way. <laughs> Thank you very much as well, pal. And um, and we'll 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 look forward to the next one. Nice. All right, guys. Take care and see you soon.